You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Pain Hotline presented by Sullivan Super Service, pr- providing trusted plumbing and HVAC service for over 50 years. Doran Dickerson here. Jeff Hathorne, you guys, for about 51 more minutes. Nicholas Harry Callis. Callis, are you doing great? You're oh, doing great? Are you doing great? I like to check in with you sometimes. Well, I appreciate that. Uh, I don't know if I'd use great as Why? the right word. But Why I'm, aren't you I'm great? I'm all right. You're, 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 you're talking and, and you're facilitating on the biggest sports station in the city, and we get to talk sports every day. How aren't you feeling great? You got to change your mindset. I'm a human being. I'm sorry. <laughs> you got to change your mindset. Look what we get to do for a living. I love all of you. This Are you in very, tomorrow? You're very. What's that? You're in tomorrow? No. So this is like a Friday ish. Mm hmm. <laughs> should be doing great. <laughs> right. <laughs> I guess that's true. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, Thomas Brown is probably doing great. You know, he interviewed for the head coaching position for the Tennessee Titans, he's interviewed for the offensive coordinator spot of the uh, Chicago Bears, and he just conducted an interview with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Tom, Thomas Brown was the former offensive coordinator of the Carolina Panthers, uh, coached in college for a long time, and uh, was a running backs coach, was an offensive coordinator in college. And, you know, this is the first piece to, uh, you know, as we talked about before, the Steelers casting probably a wide net for their offensive coordinator position. But does Thomas Brown fit what the Steelers are potentially looking for in an offense coordinator and Jeff you brought this up earlier you know it's not like he's a you know I mean you, you want everybody to get their right opportunity but it's not like he's coming from a high-powered offense of uh, 2023 that was a mess last year at Carolina not necess- not not saying it's all his fault maybe not even a majority of his fault but that offense was a mess and you know Bryce Young had had a struggle his first year now this guy it's his first time as offense coordinator comes from the McVay tree First chance to call plays. You got Frank Reich, another offensive mind, another guy who's called a lot of plays. I'm I'm sure there was some encouragement, if not meddling into your – I mean, I don't know how to read his first year as OC. I mean, how much of it was really his and how much of it was Reich's offense? How much of it – you know, how much of it was because the quarterback just wasn't that good? But he he has the the background – the McVay background that everybody's clamoring for right now. He's 37 years old. That's another thing. People want young coordinators. He fits those molds. But really, before that, he's a running backs coach at Georgia where he coached Nick Chubb and Sony Michelle. Okay, it's a pretty good job. Before that, he was with uh, Wisconsin with Melvin Gordon. Pretty good job. You know, and then he had a, a few years before that, and he was a running back at Georgia. I mean, there's not a ton of experience there. Tomlin wanted an NFL play caller. Technically, he fits that. There's just not a lot of it. I, I do wonder, and I asked Doug this uh, yesterday, and, you know, he was like, you know, you can decipher 
uh, whenever, because obviously Doug's been in a lot of interviews, you can decipher whether somebody is just kind of um, plug and play of where they came from. Because I asked him about coaching trees and, you know, does he put a lot of stock into those? And obviously people are putting a lot of stock in the McVay tree and rightfully so. Like, I mean, there's a lot of, um, a lot of, uh, you know, coaches that have uh, had success outside of uh, McVay. But I do wonder if somebody like Thomas Brown, you know, obviously coming from the McVay tree, but coaching underneath Frank Reich, does he go into an interview with the Pittsburgh Steelers with the offense in the mind of Frank Reich, or do they? does he just kind of pick pieces from every place he's been and then conform his own philosophy? Uh, and Doug was basically saying, like, you could tell if a guy is just like, all right, you know, copy and paste. You know, okay, I, I, I know that I'm coming from a tree that everybody wants. I know I'm coming from a place that everybody wants, so am I going to just take what McVay does and present it to – you know, this team that I'm interviewing for, or am I going to actually infiltrate my philosophies and uh, do things my way? But you're, you're looking at him because he's like McVay, right? So you, you can't bring in too much of your own or right. too much of this spin because what, you, what you're looking for is what McVay has put on the field. So if you go too far off, then you're going to play the game where you're, you're working yourself out of it because you're trying to be too unique or too different or too individualistic. Uh, when what they're looking for is they want what McVay has brought, they want what Shanahan has brought. Those are the two biggest names by far out there of, of coaching trees, if you will. Uh, and I think there is probably a guy on, on that staff uh, that they want to talk to at some point too in, in Kubiak. You said that you don't like the uh, potential hire of Cliff Kingsbury. Yeah. Listen, he's an offensive mind. I get that. He worked with Mahomes. He worked with Johnny Manziel before that. He got Murray into the playoffs uh, with Arizona, but it just it just doesn't seem like the right fit. Mm -hmm. Like his style, what they have right now, what they're looking to do, it just doesn't seem like it's a good marriage. He, From he, what I hear, though, I, I know that they have a pretty good relationship, Tomlin and Kingsbury. I, from, I, I think it was Cabal yesterday that said that Kingsbury used to be around all the time at OTAs and training camp before he was, uh, I think, with Texas A&M. So, you know, if you want to link – and, you know, obviously, Jeff, like people are linking Zach Robinson to Mason Rudolph. Zach Robinson was a right. quarterback at Oklahoma State before Mason Rudolph. Zach Robinson trained Mason Rudolph for the combine Absolutely, for the draft. How, how much stock do you put into that? Do you, I mean, I don't. I don't put I, any stock into it. I, I think if he would, if Zach Rudolph was the passing game coordinator for most other teams, he wouldn't get a look. But it's it's again, it's the, it's the tree and the fact that listen, he's he worked with Jared Goff along with Matthew Stafford, so he does have some quarterback experience. Guys that he's worked with that are probably more like Kenny Pickett is, or what your offense is going to be, than you know, than what Cliff Kingsbury's work with over his career. I mean, all things equal and you're Washington or, and you have the number two pick and you get a chance to pick a quarterback. Maybe Kingsbury's a better fit there mm -hmm. in this, in this scenario, give me someone with a little bit more experience with, um, with different quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. You know, if you, if you get what I'm saying, I mean, yeah, I, it just doesn't seem like the right fit to me. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia in Peters Township. Visit them at SouthHillsKia.net. Um, you know, looking forward and, you know, thinking about this whole situation, like, is this an attractive job um, for offensive coordinators? And, 
is there an offensive coordinator out there that the Steelers might be waiting for that are, is under contract? I mean, Kellen Moore uh, is under contract. Who knows what Harbaugh is going to do with him? And if you're Kellen Moore, do you look at the Steelers situation and be like, listen, if I'm going to take a lateral move, why wouldn't I take on the challenge of developing a young quarterback? Um, I think that there are guys out there that think that, that's like, I can fix Kenny Pickett. And if I do somewhat fix Kenny Pickett, I could be the next head coach in the next cycle next year. Because um, that's kind of what vaults, you know, guys that, that get promoted and move up. It's like, okay, what did you do before? Um, with Thomas Brown's situation, I think that it was almost an unfair opportunity. And let's actually see what he can do because we do know he came from the tree. But if you're Kellen Moore or another younger, if you're Zach Robinson and you take this opportunity, it may not look great initially and it's going to be a tall task, but don't you want that tall task? Because that's what's going to get you to your ultimate goal, which is probably being a head coach if you do somewhat right the ship of uh, the quarterback spot. I wonder how his experience with Jerry Jones impacted Kellen Moore. Like, Is he also looking for an opportunity to go to an ownership group where the owner like doesn't talk after every game, that doesn't meddle in everything that's going on, that while the Steelers – every team has drama. The Steelers had some with George, with, with Pickens at t- – at times, and Najee has said some things compared to a Dallas level. Like coming to the Steelers would be stable mm-hmm. with a head coach that, from the outside, again we might look at it a lot closer here, seems to get it. That would probably leave me alone and allow me to do my job. I think those parts are another thing when you're looking at attractiveness. It's not just Kenny, right? It's it's there is more to it than that, and. There may be other coordinators. There'll be some, and everything we hear uh, from Byron Leftwich is he's not a Kenny fan. And if he's not, then that's that's a showstopper right now because you've you've said you want him to be your quarterback. He's the guy. But maybe Kellen looks at Kenny and sees some of him, yeah. or sees, you know, I mean, it doesn't see Dak. I mean, that's a, that's a different animal. But maybe he sees a little undersized guy that had really good college career. Maybe that would entice him. Be, to come to the Steelers. I mean, another guy. If Matt, he's Matt, let out of his contract with the with the Chargers, like Matthew Stafford. I mean, I played with Kellen Moore. He was a backup quarterback to Matthew Stafford in in Detroit. And you know, Kellen Moore. I mean, he was about six foot, one hundred and ninety five pounds. I mean, you know, if if he, and, and like you just said, like he may see himself in Kenny Pickett. And it's like you know what, I can get the most out of him. And if I do do that, I can get you know the opportunity that I'm really looking for. And uh, if I take a lateral move, why not challenge myself and uh, see if I could make this work? Uh, coming up next. Dan Zangrilli, he'll join the Fan Morning Show. We'll talk about the Aliquippa situation. Aliquippa uh, got denied of their appeal to uh, not move classifications, not move up to 5A. They got denied, so we'll get Dan's thoughts. We'll get Jeff's thoughts on that coming up next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Fan Morning Show is brought to you by Armstrong Comfort with Matt Mertz Plumbing. Thorne Dickerson here, Jeff Hathorn, Nicholas Harry Callis behind the glass. And joining us on the hotline right now is our own Dan Zangrilli. Dan, um, we obviously have a situation uh, here knowing what happened Yesterday, with Aliquippa being denied uh, of their appeal to not move up in classifications uh, and move up to 5A, they've been denied by the PIAA. Dan, I'm going to sit back. Jeff is going to sit back, and we're going to give the floor to you. Your thoughts um, and your takes on this whole Aliquippa situation. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I think it's an abject failure um, on a, a governing body, right? An interscholastic athletic association whose really sole purpose is to put student-athletes in a position to flourish and succeed, and even before they do that, keep them safe and keep them out of harm's way. And I think uh, because of some arrogance, some ignorance, um, a complete inability to nuance, they have, they have fallen really, really short of that, and I think that that's being kind. And I guess the quick background on this, guys, is to have a basic understanding of the concept of the competitive balance formula in the PIAA. And a lot has been made of it, how many transfers you have coming into the district. It's based on your, obviously, enrollment uh, and the amount of success that you have on the on the field. And that's pretty black and white, the three criteria that you have to meet. Uh, and that's really all indisputable, right? Aliquippa checks all three of those boxes based on the formula, which while it has plenty of flaws, right? It has plenty of flaws. The intent of the formula is actually pretty good. And the intent of the formula of this, this of, is to basically try to, I don't want to say target an attack, but really try to manage the modern day type of schooling systems that are there. And in the preamble of this competitive balance formula, they make mention of its intent. And its intent is almost aimed at your charter schools, your cyber schools, this ABC, whatever pop-up school that is happening. Say out east, you have Imhotep Charter, et cetera. It's not so much for the traditional schools that rely on the geographic boundaries that we've known for, for decades and decades. But it's ironic that it's had this crazy impact, as most rules and legislation does, on socioeconomic distressed schools like Aliquippa. So um, while the PIAA, I think, was, I think, heading down the right path with this competitive balance formula, like anything else, their inability and more so their unwillingness to nuance has uh, has really hurt a socioeconomically distressed district like Aliquippa. And, and I'll leave you with this. The, the most disturbing thing is, is the fact that they will not entertain. And in their bylaws, which they amended in the last two years, that's important because Aliquippa, as many know, they were able to stave off an advancement to 5A two years ago by citing essentially the health and safety uh, issues that I think any 
anybody with a bit of, of logic or common sense or even a little bit of knowledge about football that, that they would would really put themselves at a great disadvantage from a health and safety perspective going up against 5A schools. Well, what the PIAA essentially did is they amended what you could do in an appeal and how you can argue your promotion or the advancement to 5A by saying health and safety protocols are not on the table. It's like going into a fight, guys, and saying that you can't use your fists. So Aliquippa's number one bullet point, or any school's number one bullet point, as being a 2A school trying to be forced to play at 5A, immediately you go to health and safety, which are legitimate reasons. And the, the governing board, the, the PIAA, said, you can't do that. I asked questions of the PIAA January 5th. Basically, uh, I want to ask about the language as to how and why you amended it uh, and what medical experts you consulted to have the opinion and also to be able to write in policy language that health and safety uh, would and an inherent health and safety risk would not at all be considered in an appeals process. What sports medicine expert has weighed in? What sports medicine group has weighed in to consult, advise, and educate the PIAA and a governing board, an interscholastic athletic association that oversees student athletes, most of them being minors? Who has been consulted so informed decisions are being made? I haven't gotten an answer. Dan, I know uh, Representative Matsey has discussed that he wants to look at ways that they can investigate the PIAA. Um, What's intriguing to me about this is, you know, they they look at Farrell and say, you know what, Farrell, you can't be, you're too far away, there's too many travel concerns, whereas Aliquippa would travel at least, I think, 28 miles to every opponent. Some opponents might be as far as 80 miles away in 5A. They don't have the the budgets to be able to do this. Can you have a, a nuance in these type of rules on a state level with the state as diverse or a commonwealth as diverse as Pennsylvania? Boy, I mean, and that, that's tough. And I and, and I don't know, Jeff. I think everybody is really barking up the wrong tree. And, and I'll even say Aliquippa. I, I think they may have fallen a little short here in in their appeal and what they argued. They were arguing about the quality of transfers. A transfer is not a transfer is not a transfer, and how much or how little the, these transfers that came into the district, largely because of the transients in the community, didn't. Uh, uh, did did not help the team win. I mean, for me, it kind of starts with health and safety. And yeah, there are all of those other items that you, you mentioned from an economic standpoint and, and the travel and, and trying to keep up with the Joneses. Um, so, I mean, th- those are all legitimate reasons. And for, for me, I start with health and safety, but for, from, from travel and things of that nature uh, and, and what, what Matsy may or may not be able to accomplish, I, I don't think that whatever he does do, uh, is going to have any impact here coming up over at least the next two years. And, and unfortunately, Aliquip is stuck in 5A. I hope I answered that question as, as best I could. Absolutely. Yeah, uh, thank you, Dan. And, you know, great job laying that out and kind of just, you know, educating us on the whole situation. I think a lot of people uh, are, you know, you know, looking at this situation and involved in this situation and kind of wondering what direction this goes from here and, uh, you know, what has gone down in this process. So thanks for your time, Dan. Appreciate you joining the show, man. You got it. Thanks. And and let me add, and, and 
I appreciate everything. Dan's been following this forever. I mean, you can't look at Aliquippa as as some other school that's that's being forced up because they're winning. Right. I mean, the reason people move in and out, a, a big reason why people move in and out of the district are economic factors. I mean, these are not transfers coming in because I want my kid to be a part of that football program, so I'm moving from X district to X district. This is different, and and it's got to account for something. And football is their thing. Like that's that's what gets them. That's what advances them. That's what gets them forward. And they're being punished for it. And then they'll continue to be punished for it. Uh, and it makes no sense to me. Yeah, it, it's just a shame. It, it it really is a shame. And you know what, Aliquippa is going to do uh, is is going to have to live with the situation, but they're going to have to go out there and win and prove that they can win. And that's what they're going to do. I know it. In the, I know it that they're going to go out there this year and uh, prove their worth. So um, just a messed up situation. Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Up next, Nick Costos will join the show. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Thorne Dickerson here. Jeff Hathorne, Nicholas Harry Callis. On the fan hotline right now is our man, Nick Costos. Nick, how's everything going? What's going on? Love the Lincoln Park coming back from, from break. Great to be yeah. on with you guys. How's it going? <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Nice. Pretty good. Pretty good. All right, we got championship weekend, championship Sunday. Uh, Nick, let's get right into it. Kansas City Chiefs, Baltimore Ravens. Kansas City's getting three and a half points. Well, can I can I ask you a question? Yes. And I would encourage uh, listeners out there to answer this question for yourselves also, because this may determine how you want to bet the game. As far as this game is concerned, do you think the regular season matters? No. Okay. I, I happen to agree. There are people that disagree, so I'm not saying that like we have to be right. But 
if you take what these two teams did in the regular season, Baltimore and and Kansas City, where the Ravens, and the Ravens can lose this game, they could lose the Super Bowl, they could have lost last week to Houston, but there can be no question that the best team in the regular season this year in the NFL is the Baltimore Ravens. And San Francisco was the second best. Baltimore went there on Christmas night in their place and absolutely thumped them, right? So there's a real case to be made from a betting perspective. And, Doran, I think you gave the point spread, right? Baltimore, three-and-a-half point, four-point favorite. The point spread should actually be bigger in this game. Baltimore should, should be a bigger favorite based off everything we've seen thus far this season. But the thing that's kind of holding everything up holding betters up and holding the two of us up and maybe you, the person listening to this right now, is the guy in red wearing number 15, mm. who's just like the best football player on the planet, right, in Patrick Mahomes. Mm-hmm. So I think kind of like that's this is kind of your decision point as a better. And I'm not saying that Baltimore can't win this game by 10. They have blown out many good football teams this season. We saw it with San Francisco. We saw it with Miami at the end of the year. They throttled the Texans on Saturday. They blew out Detroit. They blew out Seattle. They've blown out a lot of good teams this season. It shouldn't be shocking if they win this game by 10 points. But I think what it comes down to for me, and I'm willing to be wrong about this, if I get Patrick Mahomes and I lose by three points, so Baltimore wins by three, and I still win my bet, I mean, that's something that just sounds really good to me. So maybe we get there and the Ravens win and all the people that bet Baltimore will say, told you. Regular season matters. This was the best team. Uh, I'll put my money on the best player. I'll take Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs plus the points. But is he the better player this year? Yes. Definitely. I mean, look, like, you can you can say, like, Lamar had a better regular season, and this is not me saying that Lamar should not win MVP. Like, he should win his second MVP award. So I guess, like, you could say, like, his stats were better. But, like, is he better than Patrick Mahomes? I mean, it's kind of like... I don't know, it's not like a trick question, but I'll, I'll ask you this question in return. Who would you rather have as your quarterback in this game, Mahomes or Lamar Jackson? Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, so, like, <laughs> so look, like, like Lamar, could, like there were seasons where Peyton Manning had more touchdown passes than Tom Brady, and this isn't like an anti-Peyton Manning thing, but just like in a big game, would you rather have had Manning or Brady? Like, you probably would have rather had Brady. So great, like, Lamar deserves to be the MVP of the regular season. And maybe he outplays Mahomes. I'm not saying that can happen. Just that, again, like, before the game starts, who would you rather have? I'd rather have Mahomes, and I don't consider that to be an insult to Lamar Jackson to say that. Mahomes is the best. I would take him over anybody. Nick, any props you're looking at? Yeah, I'll take, um, this is also, like, kind of, like, like, low-hanging fruit. But uh, I'm willing, I, I think the bet's going to win. It's won each of the first two um, rounds of the NFL postseason. And there have been times this year, guys, where Travis Kelsey has not looked like the Travis Kelsey of old, but he's kind of looked just looked like old Travis Kelsey. He, he did not have, by his standards, a great regular season. Now, in the 30-plus years I've been watching football since 1990, I consider Travis Kelsey to be the second-best tight end I've ever seen with my eyes. Uh, I would say that Gronk's the best, slightly ahead of Kelsey, because Gronk's a better blocker. I agree. So I think Gronk's the best. Kelsey's the second-best. Big players show up in big games. He slammed the Miami Dolphins in the wild-card rounds and then slammed the Buffalo Bills last week. Now, it does need to be stated. Miami and Buffalo's defense is both, like, really depleted by injuries heading into the games against Kansas City. Baltimore, the best defense in the NFL this season. Kansas City's up there, too, but the Ravens statistically the best defense. So, bit of a different animal here going up against this Ravens defense. I think, like, I'm willing to bet on Hall of Fame pedigree here. I'll play the over on Travis Kelsey, and it's one of those, again, where if I'm wrong, I tip the cap, and I'm willing to lose money because I think I'm going to win this bet. 
All right, Nick, the next game, obviously the NFC matchup. Detroit Lions at the San Francisco 49ers, and the Lions are getting seven points. Yeah, I'll just be – there's nothing that's going to happen in the Chiefs-Ravens game, injury or weather-wise, that's going to like dramatically impact the point spread. There is something happening here that could cause the point spread to be impacted, and it's the health of Niners star receiver Debo Samuel, who didn't practice yesterday, left last Saturday's win against Green Bay on the first drive of the game with a shoulder injury. My sense is – we're not going to know until 90 minutes before kickoff on Sunday whether Debo plays in the game. Now, why is that important? We're hanging out, out around the key number of seven here, and I think that if Debo does not play, this will close San Francisco minus six and a half. So if you like the Niners, that's kind of the number you want to bet San Francisco at. And if he does play, this may close like a little bit more than seven, maybe not a full seven and a half, but like San Francisco is going to get bet, obviously, if Debo's going to play in the game. So that may impact the way that you, the person listening, if you like San Fran or if you like Detroit, bet the best of the number. And I think that, we, that we'll know what that is once we find out about a Debo Samuel status. We may not know until Sunday. As from, go ahead. You know, any prop bets for this game? Yeah, I'll play Jared Goff over passing yards. I think Goff's going to have a huge game here. I think Ben Johnson's going to have a lot of cook, a lot of stuff cooked up for the Steve Wilkes San Francisco defense. I'll go Goff over passing yards. I'll ju- I'll go Jameer Gibbs guys mm. over combined rushing and receiving yards. I think that like since midseason, Jameer Gibbs has been the second best running back in the NFL. The only running back that's been better is the guy wearing 22 on the other side for San Francisco, Christian McCaffrey. Um, and I, I think Detroit's live to win this game. Um, and I would prefer to bet Detroit to win the game outright, so Detroit on the money line, as opposed to taking the points. And just to give you a quick, quick rationale why, Dan Campbell is going to be hyper-aggressive in this game. Like, we know that, right? Maybe we'll see some fake punts going forward on fourth down. He's going to roll the dice. Kyle Shanahan, for as good a head coach as he is, and he's one of the best, I think he gets way too conservative in the big moments. Like, I think he gets a little tight in these moments, right? So conservative coach on one side, aggressive coach on the other. If the Lions are going to go for fourth downs, they're going to go forward on fourth and goal. They're going to run a fake punt. They're going to run some trick plays. Like, you run the risk of if these plays bust, right, and you don't get the first down, et cetera, San Francisco could roll it up on them, right, and win the game by multiple scores. But if they end up hitting on a couple of these, I think Detroit's just going to win the game and, like, forget about the points. So I'm going to have a couple bucks on the Lions to win the game. I like the over in the game as well. I think Detroit's going to be able to score, and there's almost no question that the Niners, in perfect weather conditions in this game, will be able to score on a pretty bad Lions defense that's been carved up the last couple of weeks by luminaries like Baker Mayfield and Nick Mullins. Thank you, Nick, and we'll talk to you soon. You got it. Wishing everyone minimal sweats when he bets. The absolute very best of luck. There he goes, Nick Costas. Oh, that was great. Uh, coming up, Luminaries. Coming up next, we'll wrap up the show. The final segment is brought to you by Awaken 180 Weight Loss. Reserve your consultation, consultation today at awaken180weightloss.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 50-minute mark on the fan brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Route 19 in Peters Township celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. Um, There's two things that I really learned today, Jeff. One is Vic Fangio, who just got fired uh, 
as the defensive coordinator of the Miami Dolphins. He just got hired um, less than, I believe, 24 hours uh, as the new huh. defensive coordinators, defensive coordinator for the Eagles. Really good communication right there, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I wonder how that went down. Mm, maybe somebody has the same agent. Maybe they reach out to his agent and we're like, oh, well, he's going to get let go. Well, he's going to be the next guy. Happened less than 24 hours. That's crazy. But the more crazier thing that I learned today is that Dan Potash is from Beverly Hills. I did not know that. Yes, he is. Beverly Hills, Dan Potash. Yes. Hmm. Very interesting. Big Chargers fan. Very, very happy about the Harbaugh. He's very happy about it. I would be if I was a Chargers fan. I mean, hell, you moved our, our team out of our city, which San Diego is probably one of the most like beautiful places in our country that if you want to live, now I'm sure it's expensive to live there, but if you ever have vi- visited San Diego uh, year-round, it's beautiful. Uh, you take our team away from us. You move them to L.A. Um, we go through uh, the, the, the the gauntlet of coaches. Can't figure it out. We have a quarterback in Justin Herber who has all the tools and intangibles. We pay him a lot of money, um, and we still don't win. And now we're on to basically it's in desperate straits here, and we get a Jim Harbaugh to come in and hopefully right the ship. So I would be ecstatic if I was a Chargers fan right now. You know what I learned? The PIA sucks. Yes. They suck. Yep. I mean, what they're doing, Aliquippa is criminal. I mean, so what's the lesson for these kids? They bust the rear end. They Most of them come up from a tough – dealing with all kinds of things that we don't even want to think about. They become successful in football, and it could be an out for them to get a Yale degree, like one of their players is going to Yale Mm -hmm. this year. Opportunity to advance themselves. And what does the PIA do? Just stomp on them. Of course. They move them up to 4A, saying you got to be, so they deal with it. They win there. They overcome all obstacles and win there. We're moving you up again because Mm. you had five kids that transferred not transferred in because, boy, this is a great place, nothing against Aliquippa, but they probably transferred in because of reasons that aren't because they're moving into a, a million-dollar house. Mm-hmm. They're moving in because it's a last chance or it's it's just the opportunity that they have available to them. These kids, Mike Warfield does an unbelievable job, and he gives them hope. He gives them something to – point he gives the community something to be proud about and yet this governing board from wherever they're at just stomps on it without truly looking at at what's going on there and try to compare them to somebody else who has a transfer going from one affluent school to another right and saying oh they're all in the same boat what a crime yeah it's ridiculous it, it is absolutely ridiculous but the lesson that you're going to learn here and the lesson i think everybody's going to learn this coming year is al clip is still going to win because now you, do, you, you you fueled you fueled the players and, you fueled that community to win and they're going to go out there and they're going to And it's not it. it's not that they don't want to go up to 5A cuz they're scared. No. They're not scared. No. They'll take on anybody. Mhm. But mm-hmm. you're talking about a cost for a district that's in distress to have to bus 50, 60, 70 miles for games and their fans to have to drive there and vice versa for the other districts to have to drive all the way to Aliquippa. Like none of this Makes sense. Like it's, it's almost to the college football world where we're putting people in different spots for idiot reasons. Like they voluntarily moved to play up. Why not re? Why not allow that and and celebrate their accomplishments instead of 
You know, or is there belly aching from 4A schools? Oh, we can't compete with them. We'll get better. Right. That's exactly what the message is. Thank you, Jeff. We'll see you tomorrow. Cook and Joe are up next. Fan weather brought to you by Sun Chevy. 2024 starts with great incentives on the Trailblazer, Blazer, Equinox, and Silverado, sunchevy.com. Today, high of 51, low of 46 with 80% chance of rain. Low, or tomorrow, high of 56, low of 42 with overcast. I am listening to Starkey sing. That's why they messed me up. I'll see you tomorrow. Cook and Joe up next. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.